Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 16 of the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cami Bleece, and today we are going to be talking about rising above your circumstances, of you choosing to be worth more than your circumstances. I'm going to apologize ahead of time. I am currently dealing with kind of a cold allergy moment, and I don't think it's making me have this like sexy radio voice. I just think I sound really stuffed up. I'm going to try and limit the amount of sniffling I do, but if I get into a moment where I need to sniffle, I just ask that you bear with me, and uh, tis the season. I have bought my, you know, trying to get my vitamin C intake up, drinking my echinacea lemon tea, getting lots of rest. So I'm doing the things that I tell y'all to do, and sometimes we still can get with hit with allergies and colds, and you just have to roll with it. Um, So anyways, let's go ahead and jump right in because I'm going to choose to ignore the circumstances of this cold and still record this podcast. Let's get started. So I really wanted to talk about circumstances today because I feel like with the new year just around the corner, we all kind of have this hope within us that's kind of saying, oh, next year will be different because something in my life will be different or I will be different and I'll feel different. And if my circumstances are different, then I can actually be successful this year. I can actually do things differently this year. And the unfortunate reality is sure. I mean, sometimes there are certain circumstances that just make things easier, but it doesn't make it as easy as we believe. You know, we think that having more money would make us happier, yet there is a pretty significant, you know, um, amount of people who have a lot of money that are suffering from severe, um, severe depression and, you know, loneliness and lots of other things that the money hasn't fixed, you know, and I think that the reality is, is that if you don't deal with what's going on inside of you, your circumstances could be the envy of those around you and you will still never be happy. And I think this really lines up with the philosophy of trying to be thin, right? Because we assume that if we're thin, then we'll be more lovable, we'll be more worthy, and and the world will congratulate us and say, now you have the golden key to being as happy as all the other skinny people that you see. And yet, many, 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 many people who have gotten to this weight, including myself, who've gotten to my goal weight, I wasn't any happier. The world did not open itself up and change for me. I became more obsessive around my body. I became less happy. I had a worse relationship with food. I was much more irritable, and I was definitely the girl who, you know, was constantly talking about food or thinking about food or worrying about food. Getting the body didn't magically make me say, oh, it's all done now. I can just move on to another thing I work on, want to work on in my life. No, it doesn't work like that because you can choose to be happy in any type of body. You can choose to be happy in any type of job. You can choose to be happy in any type of situation. And it is your choice, right? Choosing to be joyful despite your circumstances. It's like when people are really struggling with something and they're like, you know, they can beat me down, but they can't take my hope. They can't take my will. They can't take my faith. There are certain things that you need something ingrained in you that is deeper than your circumstances. Because the reality is, is that even if things are going pretty well right now, or even if things aren't going really well right now, there's going to be a time where it shifts 
where it changes and the opposite begins to happen. And you have to choose to either still be joyful or to still appreciate those times in your life, even when it's harder. So we have to, I really think that this is a choice. And and I know it maybe sounds easy coming from me. I'm very fortunate. I'm very lucky in a lot of ways. And I haven't had to overcome what I think some of you listening maybe have to overcome. So I won't pretend to step into your shoes and say, oh, I've been there with you. But I do want to encourage you that despite the challenges that you might be um, pushing through and working through, you may have to work a little harder. That's not incorrect. I'm not going to pretend like that's not true. But it doesn't mean that you're any less worthy of happiness. And it doesn't mean that a joyful, beautiful, successful life is any less realistic for you. You can still create a circumstance in which you are joyful, in which you are appreciative, in which you are happy. And I think the first thing that we really have to look at is to stop being defined by our circumstances. Sure, yes, yes, these things might have happened. Yes, they might have been hard, but they don't have to define you. You can choose to be more than the circumstances that have happened. You know, you know the person that constantly fixates on that thing that happened 10, 15, 20 years ago, and they cannot seem to let it go. Yes, I am aware that there are very traumatic things that people are dealing with, that they have to work through, that will stay with them for their whole lives. But there are certain things that you can choose to let define your present moment and certain things you can say, yes, they shaped me, but I'm not going to choose to let that have power over me anymore. So if you want, you know, if life isn't making its way convenient for you, if you're not happy with your job, if you're not happy with your body, if you're not happy with your life or whatever, instead of blaming your circumstances or the people around you, it's time to take some ownership. It's time to decide that, okay, maybe this isn't how I want it to be, but I'm going to choose to be the most joyful, kind, hardworking person in my circumstance. And guess what? So often as you start to put energy in that way, your circumstances shift, your mindset shifts, the way that you're looking at the world starts to shift and things will happen. You know, it's like people are always complaining, you know, oh my goodness, they always are so lucky or good things always just happen to them. I really think that more often than not, it's because they're looking for them. They're open to them. They're saying, yeah, I'm going to show up and work really hard, but I'm putting myself in the circumstance for these new opportunities. I am saying, okay, I might not like my, you know, job or whatever, but I'm going to put myself into different circumstances where I'm interacting with lots of different people from lots of different jobs, showing them how hardworking I am, how positive, how competent, blah, blah, blah. And who knows, maybe all of a sudden the door opens and you get introduced to the CFO of or CMO of blah, 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 and they connect you with so-and-so and you get a job offer. I guess you could say that's luck, but you also worked hard to put yourself in the circumstance and situation in which that was possible. So you have to choose that maybe I'm not happy with the way things are, but I'm going to choose to not be defined by those things. I see, I keep saying, I keep hearing myself say choose and choice a lot because I really want to emphasize this. Things can be really, really hard and you can still have a glimmer of hope. 
things can be really, really frustrating. And you can find a glimmer of joy. And that is because you are someone who sees beyond what's right in front of them. And I really think all of us want to be that person. I think all of us want to look beyond the surface level of our circumstances, the surface level of our bodies, the surface level of what culture is telling us to go after and say, you know what? I think there might be more to this happiness, to this joyful life than what you're selling me. And I'm going to do some work to get there. So if you want to decide to be more than your circumstances, and not be defined by them, then you have to change the narrative. I talk about narratives a lot. You might think that they don't matter or that they're a little hokey, but it matters how you think about yourself in the context of your life. It matters how you are looking at situations within your life and the narrative that you've created around them. So if the narrative you have around the fact that it's hard for you to make healthy decisions because you work a lot and you don't have a lot of money. You're constantly going to be thinking out of this negative mindset. You're constantly going to be saying, well, I can't make healthy decisions. I don't have the money or the time. Well, if that's all the way that you look at it, yeah, you'll never have the money or the time. So it's not about getting more money or more time. It's about reevaluating the way that you use those things. It's about saying, okay, what are small ways that I can shift my health that have nothing to do with money and maybe just a little bit to do with time or not a lot to do with time, but just a little bit to do with money. But you have to create a narrative that is no longer this negative, you know, spiral of, well, this never worked for me. It's never going to work for me. It didn't work for my family and my great family and my ancestors' family and blah, blah, blah. And that can be so rooted in some people's mindsets that they never believe that they're capable of more, that they never believe that they're worth more. But you can rewrite yours. You can say, I will not be defined by these things. Yes, this was really hard. And these are the things I learned from them. This is the person that it made me. And I'm going to thank those circumstances. And I know that that might take some people a really long time because not only are you trying to rewrite the narrative, but to be thankful for the circumstances that you went through, if they were really hard or challenging, can feel almost impossible. But there will be, you know, I truly do believe that nothing happens for, everything happens for a reason. Nothing happens for a reason. God, what a morbid outlook on life. I do really believe that everything happens for a reason. And if I believe that, then I have to choose to believe that even the most horrible things, there has to be good from it. There has to somewhere maybe that I can't see, maybe that feels intangible to me, there still has to be good. And if I can believe that, then I can say thank you to even some of the hardest things that I will go through. And it's easy to say when I haven't gone through a lot of hard things. So I get it. I mean, I'm coming at this from a probably a somewhat rose-colored glasses perspective. But I know that there are a lot of joyful people who have gone through a lot of hard things because their joy is not found in their circumstances. They can be thankful to maybe the closeness that it brought to their family or to their significant other or the job opportunity that it allowed for them or the travel or whatever. But when you shift the narrative and you think the circumstance for who it made you to be, then you can actually let some of the power go and the power that's left can be used for good. 
I think another really important way to kind of shift our mindset around our circumstances is to be grateful for the things that we can be grateful for. So maybe you don't like your body, but can you be grateful for something else? Grateful for your health? Or maybe you don't have a great health. Can you be grateful for your job? Maybe you don't have a great marriage. Can you be thankful for your family or your friends? I do think that it's possible to have all of these things working really harmoniously and really peacefully and kind of taking up different aspects and areas of our lives at different times. But choosing to be grateful and present is a really important mindset shift. And when you're, you know, I'm going to totally butcher the quote, but it's like, you know, fear and anxiety happens when we're looking to the future. And I don't know what happens when we're looking to the past, (laughs) but I know peace happens when we're in the present because you're not obsessing about the past and you're not worrying about the future. You're just here and you're just living your life and you're choosing to be present with those people and those things around you. And the cool part is, is that when you start to learn to be content, then you're not constantly seeking and chasing after the next little carrot waved in front of you of this will make you happier. This will make you better. This will make you prettier. You realize that you're above all of those things, that you're worth more than all of those things. So you don't have to ask for what's the secret anymore. You know that it's there with inside you. You know that if you can be present with yourself, that if you can focus on something greater than yourself and you can choose to be thankful then you can also find contentment even in frustrating circumstances. Now, there is a difference between contentment and complacency, and I do really believe that. And I think a lot of people, when I've had conversations about, you know, finding peace and contentment with your body or finding peace and contentment with your life, there's always this challenge of like, oh, but we should be constantly working to be better and we should always be trying to grow and stuff. Yeah. I'm not I'm not discounting that. I'm constantly reading and learning and trying to new, do new things. But I have also chosen to have this contentment with my life and with myself so that I'm not putting this pressure to be something so much more to where I can't even enjoy where I'm at right now. There's a difference between wanting to grow and wanting to continue to learn and wanting to continue to challenge yourself in a way that still allows you to be content with who you are at your core and a complacency that doesn't see the point in moving forward, right? This stagnant aspect of our lives tends to create a lot of that frustration within our own circumstances. So if you're feeling really frustrated with your circumstances and where you're at right now, more than likely, among some of the other things that I've obviously mentioned, there might be a sense of complacency, There might be a sense of complacency in the idea that you don't have to try so hard here. What's the point there? Or who cares anyways? And that mindset is never going to bring you joy. And it's never going to change your circumstances. So there's a difference between being content and being complacent. So I encourage you to find contentment within your life that creates the space for grace and for um, kindness within yourself to where you can still grow, to where you can still take chances and say, okay, I'm content with my life, but I really want a different, I keep using a job, but you know, a different job, or I really want to take better care of my body. I really want to feel good in my body. Well, that is going to come with work. That's just how it goes. 
And so you have to find this beautiful balance between learning to work and grow, but creating it in a way to where you can really have peace and kindness towards yourself. I find that often we can get really frustrated with our circumstances and we can get really hopeful about if and when they change, all that we can become and all that we can be. And the really cool thing is that you can be all of those things right now. That job, that money, that person you want to be in a relationship with, that whatever, fill in the blank. As much as you think it's going to make you this insanely happier person, more often than not, it isn't going to do as much as you think it is. And I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer in that because all of those things can be really wonderful, but you can choose to be joyful and thankful and live a wonderful life now and then embrace those things as they come. But if those things then go, you are still who you are at your core. And I think we're losing a lot of that in our culture. I think we've become very focused on the surface level of our lives and we're craving this deeper sense of community and this deeper sense of knowing and peace and rising above what people tell us will make us happy. And I really think that that starts with being joyful and content above all circumstances. And I really think that you're worthy of that. And I think you're worthy of the work that it will take to get there. So no matter the circumstance that you're in that's troubling you or frustrating you, know that you are not alone, that there's absolutely someone out there who's feeling that same sense of struggle. And know that maybe they're listening too, and maybe they're going to say, okay, I'm going to choose tomorrow to be the peppiest person at my office, even though I'm miserable at my job, or even though it doesn't make me feel like, feel whole or whatever, you know, I'm going to choose to go for a walk, even though it's cold as, you know, F outside, I'm going to still move my body. I'm going to bundle up and listen to more of these worth more podcasts and I'm going to go outside. (laughs) But you can choose to shift your circumstances. You can choose to take baby steps to where you know that you're on the right track of making the most of your circumstances. And no matter what, you also have this knowing within you that you'll be okay. That your life is not defined by these trivial, small, surface level things, but they're worth so much more than that. I hope that going into this holiday season, that you really stand in that, that you really know that, that you have an amazing, amazing season with your family or loved ones all around you. Thank you for listening to my stopped up (laughs) little voice, and I will be talking with y'all very, very soon. Have a great day, guys.